Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. comes to pizza, are you loving the regular pizza or the deep dish pizza? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And the phone number we want you to call is 651-641-1071. Um, Holly, do we have that beautiful bean footage? We or, don't have that beautiful okay, bean well, footage. It's time for Pizza's Court. <laughs> the Honorable Judge Topner presiding. That'll have to be. Thank you. All right. So, Bradley, why are we asking people what kind of pizza they want to eat? Because I had one of the best pizzas, if not the best pizza I've ever had in my entire life. Okay, that's bold. Yeah, no, it's a bold statement. And a couple of bolder parts of that statement um, over the weekend, by the way, uh, there was no meat on that pizza. What? And It's like I don't even know you. It's deep dish, which is not my go-to. Also, it's like I don't even know you. And so I thought, like, you know, I want to I want you to challenge your notions of of uh, deep dish Mm. or regular crust pizza. But I want to know what your go to is. Mine is just a regular crust pizza. But I got to tell you, this deep dish, deep dish. Whoa. Careful. This deep dish uh, really (laughs) got me going this weekend. (laughs) Okay, first of all, tell everybody, because they want to know, where did you get that yes, from? Yes, you want to know where I got the best deep mm-hmm. dish pizza. Where'd you get that deep dish? <laughs> I got it from Beludo in Minneapolis. So if you're anywhere near South Minneapolis, Boludo, B-O-L-U-D-O, has some of the most amazing pizzas in general. Their regular crust is amazing, but they have this deep dish pizza. It's called a Fugazetta. No, I didn't swear. Excuse me? Fugazetta. Okay. And it's a deep dish pizza, and it has about 30 pounds of cheese on it. And then it also has onions, I think basil, fresh basil, and uh, Greek olives. I have a question, Brand. Oh, go. It's very important. Yeah. Is the pizza that you ate a single serving pizza, or is Um, this a pizza you can share? Okay, this is a question that is a loaded question, because... (laughs) I'm going to go ahead before you answer, Bradley, yeah. and say just in general, all pizzas can qualify yes. as a single well, serving. Depending true. on my appetite, all pizzas <laughs> are single serving. But to your point, Holly, what what Jamie and I will typically do is buy two pizzas and we'll split. We'll do Habsies because their pizzas are very um, reasonably sized. So I would call it a it's not a personal pan pizza like a la Pizza Hut pizza size. Mm-hmm. But it would be maybe like a typical medium-sized pizza. All right. 
you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, although I, I, I would be hard pressed to think you'd eat this entire pizza in one sitting because there's so much cheese. Can I also just say the thing I appreciate most about you in this moment mm. is that it is not usually your jam to go for a meatless pizza. No, and it has onions on it, and I don't like onions on pizza. So I just want to honor the fact that you <laughs> went outside of your pizza comfort I zone. I I really wanted to explore new pastures and it was the best pizza you ever it, had s- seriously the crust like do you like crust most people treat crust like an afterthought it shouldn't be it should be no. your forethought if you are eating a pizza that you want to throw the crust away on it's crap pizza i almost said a naughty word thank you for not saying a naughty word we like our jobs um hey. i'm gonna say something that is gonna sound ridiculous mm. and i know it but one of my favorite pizza crusts of all time yeah, was from Pizzeria Uno. Oh, okay. They used to have a pizza there called the Sea Delico that was seafood on their pizza and it was and it was like a white sauce mm. and the the pastry of the crust was mm. so buttery. Yeah, this this oh. pastry is so buttery. See, and so that's the point. And it the melts point, in your mouth. And that's the point you're making is yeah. that you can't. You got got the crust. You got you gotta have a good crust. Like the crust should be like, you know. Again, yeah. It's like the foundation for the building yourself. blocks of the pizza. Respect your pizza. Respect you. Respect your pizza. Respect your crust. Thank hey, you. Hey, hey, <laughs> Thank hey. you. Thank you, Madonna. Thank you, Pizza Donna. Um, so, hey Holly, has anybody called with their preferences? No. Rude. Rude. Happy Monday, everybody. Um, regular or deep What's dish? Yours? We did get you know, it, it depends on my mood. But like if I said pizza. Regular. No. I don't know. It's too hard. I, I want I haven't had deep dish in a really long time. I think that's like the bottom line. Well, and I will say, but you know, you can say that of all pizza. Like I've um, there, I can really only think of a couple pizzas whose crust I actually am, get excited, get excited over. about. Yeah. We did get this email from Mary who said there's a place in Chicago where they make the deep dish pizza upside down and then they flip it over at your table. It's absolutely fabulous. Oh, yum. Sorry. I cannot remain, remember the name of the restaurant, but I loved it. Loved you and love you guys. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Um, but that, I mean, uh, again, Okay, yes. I'm going to say deep dish. I'm going to go with deep dish. All right. Because I'm usually more impressed with a deep dish pizza than I am with a regular pizza. Yeah. I love pizza, and a pizza is a pizza. Even a bad pizza is a pizza is a good pizza. Yeah. But I agree. I'm generally more impressed by a good deep dish. Do I have a favorite? Gino's in Chicago. No, they don't do deep dish. I don't know the name of the restaurant. There's a Chicago restaurant with good deep dish. That's all I'll tell you. Same, right. same as Mary. Um, I think we are getting some calls in. But Bradley, do you? What do you? What would you say? Um, I w- I'm I. Oh. See, it's you ask the question, hard. and it's a hard I know. question. I know. I would typically just say regular. That's my go-to. 
yeah is a regular crust because too often i feel like a deep dish just ends up being like really bready and dry mm -hmm. and i want a deep dish whether it's like a chicago deep dish style where it's almost like crispy and deep fried like it's just sizzling and oh. grease well now we have full phone well oh, good but takes people see, all we have to do is shame them into calling yeah. <laughs> who do we have on the line holly we have katie hello Hi, katie. katie katie deep dish or regular what are you doing katie Oh, hey. hey. I didn't hear my name. I'm sorry. No, it's all okay. good. All right. Well, I'm going to say deep dish from the Italian pie shop on Grand oh, Avenue. Oh, yeah. yes. They have some good I'm biased. pizza. I, I own that restaurant. Oh, wow. So okay. Well, well you have a reason to be biased. <laughs> I think so, too. And you make some really good pizza. I will tell you that. What's your favorite one that you have on the menu there, Katie? My favorite is a deep dish with sausage and banana pepper. That sounds It's so just good. something, you know, it's just two ingredients off of our list. I love it because you get the savory and that little bite. Yeah, I love banana peppers on pizza. Oh my gosh, I have not been to your They're restaurant so in forever. So Katie, thank you for calling and reminding me that I'm going to be getting food from there this week. Thank you. <laughs> pizza. I know, right? Uh, let's go uh, to who else do we have? All else? right, we have Jack. Hello, Jack. Jack, uh, regular pizza or a uh, deep dish? Well, I'm a thin crust guy. And, you know, speaking sort of as a reporter on location, I used to do wholesale pizza delivery to Grand Marais, Minnesota. And the number one pizza up in the North Shore is thin crust. Mm. Oh. Now, I when you deliver. say thin crust, are we talking like a crackery crust or is it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Brother. No, not at all. But, it's all good. Yeah, I remember uh, growing up, it was like you could feed more people, it seemed like, because everybody was busy crunching while you could steal another piece, I guess. But that's how our <laughs> family was. We were Thin Crust fans. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Also, don't they usually, like on a big Thin Crust pizza, they usually uh, cut them in squares? Yeah. Right, which I love actually. Yeah, I do like the square because you I can't like keep track of how much you're pizza, eating. <laughs> but then I sometimes I just feel like thin crust pizza is not really pizza. It's like a different food group because it's thin crust. Because it's like it's like crispy. It's like a I don't know. It just feels different to me. Like when I want pizza, I want pizza. We did get the, a couple emails from Stephanie who said you need to try Pizza Karma. Their coconut shrimp pizza is amazing. Oh, weird. Sounds really good. Yeah. Um, and Rachel said Chicago-style pizza from Frankie's in Plymouth and New Hope. Uh, basically a stuffed deep dish. It is amazing. Oh, man, now I want pizza. Yeah, I know. Trust me, pizza. Let's, let's take one more quick call. All right. Uh, Derny has been waiting longer here. Hello, Derny. What kind of pizza do you like, regular or deep dish? Uh, the regular from, and I like it from Zamboni's Pizza on West 7th and St. Paul. Zamboni's oh, okay. I've never Pizza been to on West 7th and St. Paul. Thank you for they're your the call. They're people who do the hockey rinks, right? Yeah, they they just, they, it's, they're like multi-talented. <laughs> they do the hockey pizza rinks and then they give you and pizza. hockey rinks. Look at that. Uh, all right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do a little quarantine lifestyles of the rich and famous boo -doo -boo. Tom Cruise edition after mm. this on My Talk 107.1. Well, we've been following all of the rich, famous celebrities to see how they've been spending their quarantine on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, 
Bradley Trainer. Hey, Biatches. And uh, when we examine those lifestyles uh, in quarantine of those rich, famous people, we do a little quarantine quarantine lifestyles of the rich, rich and, and famous. Rolling living rooms, dream kitchens, perfectly placed props like acoustic guitars, and books they'll never ever read. This is Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. And uh, we are going all the way to the United Kingdom this time. Oh, we are? How fun. And I want to tell you about how one very, very famous celebrity is living these pandemic times. Mm Mm-hmm. Want to know who it is? Mm -hmm. I know who it is. Oh. You too? What a spoil sport. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise? What? Yeah, I saw this story over the weekend that Tom Cruise has apparently set uh, his sights on moving to the UK, uh, mostly because he's been isolating with the Church of Scientology at their headquarters in West Sussex. Oh my gosh. So this shouldn't be a surprise though, right? Because didn't we talk about... Oh, I should turn off my thing so Holly can see me. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't... On-air producing... Didn't we... Um, Did we talk about this on the air or off the air? I think we talked about it on the okay. air that Tom Cruise was going to be like entering a bubble so that he could film a movie. And they were going to like literally have an entire quarantine movie set. Yeah. So everybody who was going to be working on this movie set would be tested for COVID, quarantined hardcore for two weeks. And then once they were all cleared they would go into this movie set where they would only, they would be completely self-sufficient and they would be able to live COVID free so they could do this movie. You remember that at all, Holly? (laughs) Yeah. We talked about it on this program. Are you just checking to make sure (laughs) that Bradley and I didn't just have like a brain meld moment where we thought we had heard that? It happens that we legitimately talked about that story and the film specifically is Mission Impossible 7 and that Tom Cruise was going to take over an old Royal Air Force base. Yeah, that's That's what it was. Okay, thank you. So see, I knew we were onto something. But the article that I'm referencing today is not about that story. Because at first I thought, well, maybe this is just that story. No, it's not that story. (laughs) This story is actually based on a source. (sighs) Now, here's what's fascinating, because remember I said he was hanging out at the Church of Scientology's headquarters, um, their UK headquarters in West Sussex? Yep. Uh, Not to be confused with East Sussex, Mm -mm. um, which is funny because Sussex South... Anyway, uh, he's been focusing (laughs) on his religion. Of course he has, because he is the de facto leader, or he's like the second only to David Miscavige in the church. And they, um, the source says, and I don't know who the source is, but the Church of Scientology has many moles. Mm-hmm. The Church of Scientology source says Tom is active more than ever in the organization. His role is getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. He wants to move to the UK permanently and has been looking at properties around St. Hill Manor so he can be on hand and close by. Um, and then I was just looking at the pictures of, uh, their base at St. Hill Manor Mm -hmm. and it looks like a castle. Okay. So I just, I have so many questions. Yeah. One of them is like, I'm so confused at how there are Scientologists anymore. 
What do you mean by that? I mean, I know I what you mean, but mean tell, tell the audience what you mean by we've, that. We've like, there's been so much conversation about how corrupt and how um, problematic the Church of Scientology is in such a way that it, it surprises me that they're still operating, I guess. I mean, I know that they are. I know that sounds so dumb, but it surprises me that they're still operating in the way that they are such that he could become more powerful and be more influential in that church. Yeah. Well, and again, I think the truth is, well, so to me, the the fascinating thing is, yes, there are these people that despite like so many uh, pieces of evidence to the contrary, this this quote, religion is actually more, behaves more like a cult. But at the end of the day, this this particular story kind of just reminds us that the Church of Scientology is also like just a rich, wealthy landowner. Mm-hmm. Like they own properties all over the world and yeah. a lot of their their money is tied up in real estate. Like, like they, this castle in Sussex. Yeah, they're like legitimately just sitting on a big fat pile of, of money. I don't know. It seems to me to be a pretty high price to pay to sit on all that money. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this on the Colleen and Bradley show right here on my talk. One Oh seven one. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And um, we have a name for those dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid, idiots. idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of... Crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 And sometimes other places. Like Wisconsin. Like Wisconsin Dells, to be exact. Oh, that gets an air horn. Mm, but not take me to the beef jerky outlet. Okay, well, or let's go to the water slide. Nope, but we're not going to those places. Why? Because when you think of the Wisconsin Dells, I think you are thinking of those water parks that are so fun for children and families. But I'm talking about cruising chubbies. Ooh, I love to just pull <laughs> off the freeway and park my fanny at the cruising chubbies gentlemen's club. Not at all, ever. Never done So that. if you've ever driven to the Dells, you've seen the advertisements for the Gentleman's Club Cruise and Chubbies. What and is- it's exactly what you think it is. It's a strip club. Oh, people are so nasty. Well, here's the thing. There's been an outbreak there. Oh, I heard about this. The uh, They got the COVID. They've got the COVID. And so... Why if- were they open? Well... Strip clubs are open? Yes, in Wisconsin, How? everything is oh, open. Oh, God. So, uh, Cruise and Chubbies, if you found yourself at the Cruise and Chubbies establishment between June 10th and June 14th, you Ooh. may have been exposed. 
Well, to more than to more than chubbies. Just, exactly. You may have been exposed to the coronavirus, so you might want to go ahead and get oh. yourself tested. Um, officials said that anyone who is experiencing any symptoms like headache, fatigue, cough, shortness of breath, fever, and digestive comfort should contact their healthcare provider. Again, if, if you were at Cruise and Chubbies between the 10th and the 14th of June. Oh. You may be at risk. I think I got a few people I need to check in on. I know, right? Oh, I'm sorry. It sounds like perhaps, or I should say, it feels like perhaps this is not the first communicable disease. No, this, had an outbreak. they've had an outbreak there before. No doubt. I just, the only reason I brought this story is because the name of that gentleman's club has been a joke in my family for as long as I can, as long as it's been there, probably. When was Cruz and Chubby's established? Hold the phone. Did they I would have a say website? like 1996. Of course they have a website. I know. I gotta go to their website and see how long they've been around. Because, I, I mean, we've been talking about them forever. Um, um, we, yeah. Our good friend and listener, Ryan, said, oh my God, it's the first and only strip club I've been to in my life. It's horrendous. <gasps> oh. I mean, It also taught me never to go on a guy's weekend with all straight men. <laughs> well, you know. I know. I think I would just be like, hey, I'm going to hang back at the hotel. You guys knock yourselves out at that. I gotta tell you, they they're so nice on the Cruise and Chubby's website. They do give you some um some nearby lodging at oh. the Edge Odell's Bar and Resort. Oh, and did you know it's totally nude? Oh. It was founded in nineteen ninety-nine. I knew it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seemed very nineties. Thank you, Holly, for doing that research on cruising. Also, they chubbies. say like no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take cheap shots at Cruz and Chubby's. It's a fine business establishment. Don't take shots. <laughs> I mean, generally speaking, thank you. They probably have a good deal on. Oh, they also yeah. say size doesn't matter. We can handle big groups or small. <laughs> okay, at least they've got a sense. They of humor. do have a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. All right, do you have a crazy, stupid idiot trainer? I do. Uh, I want to take you to, wait for it, never heard this one before, Florida! Florida. Florida. Okay, I would like to tell you about James Ransom. Okay. James Ransom is 54 years young, and uh, he is a suspect who uh, was identified in the commission of a crime. Okay. Would you like to know what that crime is? Uh, did it involve um, excrement? <laughs> no. I just Are always you, you go just to the really poop. really want the poop stories. Well, I just, they're, they're so... I blame Holly. There's so many um, of them is all. I wish there were more, frankly, because they're more fun to talk about. Um, no, he was just carrying open containers of natural light beer and Captain Morgan rum. He was just carrying the open containers of all of that? Yeah. Was he drinking at all? Well, How many he, hands did he have? He apparently caused a disturbance on Thursday night on the boardwalk at Indian Rocks Beach, which is just west of St. Petersburg. Now, mm-hmm. he was seen accosting and yelling loudly at citizens and passersby. Now, that is not crazy, stupid idiot status. No. Right? No, that's pretty general. Pretty garden variety as far as I'm concerned. So the crazy stupid idiot part comes in when they arrest him or they they tried it. Well, no, they actually did arrest him and detained him. And that's when that's wherein we find him in our story today. 
Okay, what happened post-detainment? Well, he gave officers his name, and that's what led to his inclusion on today's crazy, stupid idiot list. Because was it not his actual name? Well, he kept claiming that his name was Michael Corleone. From The Godfather. From The Godfather. (laughs) Now, I don't know because I've never watched the whole movie. Um, Mm. Who plays uh, Michael Corleone? Al Pacino. Okay, so... I don't think Al Pacino's real name is James Ransom. And I think Al Pacino's probably older than 54. Mm-hmm. So it's safe to say that they didn't, by, exa- or by accident, arrest Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. In fact, because I think that's the only one who could rightfully claim that name, probably. Right. Um, in I fact, wanna, is there a picture of this guy? Does he even look like him? No. Well, Al okay. Pacino's middle name is James. Wow. Thank you. Holly, for Suddenly, making this possible. Now we're in conspiracy theory Yeah, territory. exactly. Um, but he did have to submit this Mr. Ransom guy to a fingerprint scan, and they confirmed that he was not Michael Corleone. I'm also impressed that they have Michael Corleone's uh, fingerprints, fingerprints. right? Like Thank movie you. fingerprints? How is that possible? Is that they were, That was like some real... They went to some real lengths to make that character legitimate. Yeah, they did. Anyway, no, they found out that his name was not Michael Corleone and then uh, told him that he needed to go hang out at Cruz and Chubby's. <laughs> you better get a test. Uh, all right. Are, are, are we ready uh, for the last, yes, for the last crazy, one. stupid idiot? We're going to England. Oh, fun. What's in England? 53-year-old Fred Moulton. Hi, Fred. Hi, Fred. Um. 53-year-old Fred Moulton broke into an empty apartment building last Wednesday when he viewed an open window that he could get in, Um, but he was unable to steal anything because the whole place was empty. So the building was being remodeled, and so it was completely cleared out. Okay. So he hopped in thinking, like, crime of opportunity, right? The window's open in that great big apartment building i'll just hop through the window and steal the things but then there's nothing to steal um so then he was like well i guess i'll leave um but on his way out he got his foot stuck in the window that he had come in and he could not get it unstuck and he ended up dangling outside the building upside down oh my god and had to call the fire department to come rescue him um yeah so they frequent Getting uh, stuck on your way yes. out of the yeah, like usually Chimneys, it's like a chimney. Doors, yep, exactly. Windows. Do you remember the story? Oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. I just was thinking about this the other day. Do you remember the story about the person who got stuck in a window in the bathroom of their date's house because they went to the bathroom in there and it. Didn't. Oh, and they pooed or something? And they didn't want to, like, own up to it, so yeah. they were trying to climb out the window, no, and they got stuck. No, wasn't the guy... Didn't... Oh, yeah, what did happened? they get... Is that what happened? Somebody got stuck in between... Yeah, the window panes or yeah. something. I gotta go look that story up, because that yeah. was a great story. Sorry, guys. Anyway... <laughs> that was fun. Remember that one? But no. people get stuck, is the point. Yeah. Um, turned out uh, he did have some drugs on him, and he was looking to steal some stuff so that he could pay off the debt with his drug dealer. he's been sentenced to 18 months of probation. uh, And he also has to go to rehab. Totally a good idea. Exactly. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a very special game to play.
That game is called The Throwback Live. Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.